brought to the show. Welcome back to where I find entertainment, episode three. I'm so happy to be back. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying this. Like I usually say, I hope y'all enjoying this as well. Always, you can hit me up on my social medias. They're Diesel the Great. If there's anything uh, you think I should be doing better at, or anything you want me to talk about on the show, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Right now, today we got our we got our topics. Uh, we're gonna talk about some Winter so- Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course. Uh, we're gonna talk about some Snowfall, and we're gonna talk about well, I was gonna talk about Attack on Titan, and I was gonna talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. But they're both gonna have their season finales. Well, one's a series finale. So um, I thought to myself, it'd be dope if I just wait a week, wait for both of their finales, and then just talk about the shows as a whole. Like dedicate a show to just talking about the whole season for them. So I'm gonna push that back to next week. Won't be yeah, won't be any anime talk on this episode. Sorry, but there'll be a lot. There'll be a lot next week, so be be on the lookout for that. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about before I get before I get too far into the show, if you if you know anything about me, you know I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. I'm a huge sports fan. Period. My favorite team is the Eagles, though. And I just, honest to God, bro, am so frustrated. You know, I I like to keep the show light and I like to keep the show a little silly, a little funny. But there ain't there ain't a goddamn thing funny about whatever the hell. My Eagles consider themselves doing right now, bro. Like I got I got no clue, bro. Like I got absolutely This offseason has been I mean, don't we just had a shitty season. We just finished a shitty season this year. Probably one of our worst they've had since I've been a fan. And I've been a fan for shit. Uh I don't know, like 30 years, maybe? I don't know. But uh, yeah, we definitely finished Possibly one of our first seasons. Definitely um, one of our worst seasons. Uh, definitely probably our worst season under uh, the, uh, under Peterson. Even though he's gone now. Which is where I want to start at. Um, like, I... So they fired Peterson, right? You fired him in the middle of a coach controversy. I mean, a quarterback controversy. Which I don't understand. But you know what? I don't run an NFL football team. So who am I to talk? But at the same time, bro... He had like one he, he was a coach for about five years. And besides the first year he was there, he didn't have any bad seasons. So his first year and his last year was his worst seasons. Other than that, it was like three great years. And then uh huh. Hold on a second. So I was right, it was five years. It was from sixteen to twenty. So sixteen to seventeen, seventeen to eighteen, eighteen to nineteen, nineteen to twenty, twenty twenty one. Because the season ended in twenty one. So uh, the first year and the last year's was trash. Like I said, the first year was seven and nine. Whack. I, we was last in the division that year. Hella whack. Uh, the second year he was there, thirteen and three, bro. And we won the Super Bowl that year. His second year, we won the Super Bowl. Like, come on, bro. After that, he was nine and seven. That was the eighteen to nineteen year. He was nine and seven. Then after that, in nineteen to twenty, he was nine and seven. I mean. Yeah, he went nine and seven two years in a row. I thought that was a typo at first. He went nine and seven two years in a row, and uh, we lost in the playoffs both times. W- w- fine, but then the, but then this current year that just ended twenty to twenty one, he was four and eleven, which is trash. But out of five seasons, you had three good years. We just lost in the playoffs. So how do you fire somebody after that, huh? Like, 
I don't like get it. Like, and then we only had a shitty year this year, this past season, because I, fucking Wentz was I don't know playing like absolute dirt. I don't I don't know why he was playing so bad. I have, I have no idea why he was playing so fucking bad. But he was playing like dirt. Like I don't think the coach should get blamed for that. But whatever. I, I, the NFL, just like most leagues, is a "what have you done for me lately" type of league. So they're only concerned with what you did, what you're doing right now. What's the last thing you did for me? Oh, you went four and eleven. Get him out of here. I don't care if you won a Super Bowl like three years ago. I don't give a fuck. What about now? So that was the like the first like mistake they made. Like that, just ugh. But but look, I got right here a list of our tra- uh, uh, of of the Eagles offseason moves since the Super Bowl. And the first thing they did was we released Deshaun Jackson. We didn't get anything for him. We just cut him. So we already let this dude go once to a division rival, and then we got him back. Thank God. But he gone again now. We didn't get anything for him. Like. They gave Brandon Graham one year extension. Probably our best defensive lineman. They gave him one more year. They just extended his contract one year. We got rid of Alshon Jeffries. So now we're missing two wide receivers. My guy is just so retarded, bro. We we went we I forgot we we traded uh we traded Wentz to the Colts for some fucking draft picks. One of them's conditional. I don't even know what the condition is, but one's a conditional draft pick. We did that before we let Ashan Jeffries go. So, we didn't, I just, bruh. Then we recently, Jazz Reese, like two days ago, we signed Joe Flacco. But this is after the organization keeps flip flopping back and forth on whether they want to make um, Jalen Hurts the guy. Like, they can't make up their minds. They The first, they're like, First, they're like, yeah, he's our quarterback for the future. Well, you got rid of Wentz. Well, he's our quarterback. But then they was talking about getting Nick Foles from the Bears. And it was like, wait, no. Y'all don't deserve Nick Foles. Leave Nicky Nines where he at. I don't know how good he's doing in Chicago. But, yeah, he don't deserve I mean, Philly don't deserve him. Because you shouldn't have gave him up in the first place. The Super Bowl winning quarterback. And then you bench him for the guy who's supposed to be the future. But then... <sighs> That shit out of whack, bro. That shit's so out of whack right now. It's insane. But, and then they signed Joe Flacco. Like, I like Joe Flacco, but what he gonna do for us? Like, I have no idea what the fuck going on with my Eagles right now, bro. It, it's hurting my head, and it's hurting my nuts. I got a nut ache and a headache, and they matching right now. And I just want to punch the wall. But most of my house is brick. So, I'm not punching these walls. It's not happening. <laughs> Just really making it hard to be an Eagles fan right now. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all really making it hard to be an Eagles fan. I don't know what y'all problem is. I don't know what y'all got going on. I just got a notification saying we traded our number six and 156 pick to the Dolphins for their number two. I mean, their number 12 pick. In their number 123rd pick in 2020's draft. No, 2022's draft. Like, what's the point of that? Why would we just swap in draft picks? What's the point? 
What do we even want to draft? You know what? My head hurting. At least the Sixers doing all right. Because I'm also a Sixers fan. At least they doing all right. Because I don't know what the fuck, who the fuck, why the fuck, or where the fuck these fucking Philadelphia Eagles are doing, bro. Like, we shaping up to have a worse this season than last season. And last season was shit. We don't fuck around and do worse than that. I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't. I, I got no words, bro. I got legit got no words. I don't know. I just know I'm upset. I know I'm angry as hell. That matters. I just. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just want to do like an evil laugh to make you think I'm losing my mind. I just. I love my ego so much, bro. And I, I just don't know. I don't know, bro. But that's. I guess that's enough. That's enough about that. That's enough. Um, I guess we next we're gonna move on to talking about uh, snowfall. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a little distracted by this ego shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's really weighing on me. But I don't want to bog this. Sh- I don't want to bog the the episode down by talking about what the f- my ego's fucking up. But um, let's just reset. Let's just reset. How y'all doing today? I hope y'all doing fantastic. I, I woke up early when I got my hair cut. My hair is looking good. I feel good. Um, I got some clothes washed. Everything's looking. The house is nice and clean. I did some cleaning. Everything looks great. I'm happy. I'm in a happy. I'm in. A, I'm good. I'm doing good right now. I'm in a good mood. Work's going great. Family's good. So I'm not gonna not, not gonna let the negative energy bring me down. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all doing the same. And if and, and if there's and if there's not the same energy coming from you, I hope this podcast in some way, shape, or form can provide you some light. Because that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to shit on my stupid ass team. I'm here to entertain. That's what it's about. It's about entertainment. So I'm finna entertain. That's what we're here for. So Without further ado, let's talk about episode six of Snowfall right after this break. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Episode six of Snowfall. Say a little prayer. Now, I'm not going to recap the whole episode like I did last time. I think it would be cooler... If I just broke down what the main characters have been up to. So season six, we got Teddy. I've said before, I said on record, uh, possibly my favorite character in the show. I don't know, some, some complicated energy with him. But So I'm going to start with Teddy. Um, the, the, the flashback, not the flashback, the previously on last episode thing. Showed his brother. Oh, 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 oh. Before I do that. Spoiler warnings. For episode six of uh, Snowfall. Spoilers. This is your spoiler warning. This is a spoiler alert. I will be spoiling the events of this episode. Just so you don't know. Say a little prayer. It's finna get spoiled. So if you ain't watched it. Then I suggest you go watch it. And then come back here. And so I can tell you everything. Uh... Like you need to know. And I can tell you all the right things. And you cannot do the wrong things. 
All right, is that good? Y'all, y'all ready for the spoilers? Anyway, like I was saying, uh, it starts with with uh, Teddy getting a call from his dad. But before that happens, there's a previously on the last episode thing where they was talking about his brother. And I'm like, why would they be showing his brother? That shit ain't happened for, in, since like last season. And there's been no mention of his brother this whole season. So why would they be showing him? In a, that don't make no sense. I thought to myself, I watched enough TV in my life. I know. Something bad finna happen to his brother. Something bad finna happen. Yeah, I mean, why else show him? It's unless it, Why else show him instead just to remind the audience that, hey, you, you remember he had a brother and his brother was in bad shape? You remember that? Why else? Why else would you, why else would you remind us? So I knew something bad was finna happen. So he gets the call from his dad. Dad tells his brother's dead. Interesting thing about this conversation is when he finds out it's his dad on the phone, he says, sir, and then he says, how'd you get this number? There is a weird respect thing between him and his father that the show just doesn't, it just, it hasn't dived into. There is something, there's something about, there's something between the relationship with with Ted, his brother, his dad, and his mom. There's some, some shit went down there. And maybe I missed, maybe they talked about it and I missed it. But yeah, some weird shit went down there, bro. And it's some fucked up shit. Because just the way the family interacts with each other is not like I've ever seen in any family, bro. So, anywho, he tells him his brother's dead, which I saw coming. And then and then Ted's like, okay, I'm going to fly down right away. Apparently, his brother died like two weeks ago. And they already had the funeral. So, whatever it is, dad hates his son so much. That he didn't even tell him his brother died. And didn't even let him come down there for the funeral. Ain't that insane? Like can you imagine losing somebody in your family. And your family don't even tell you. Not because they didn't want to bother you with it. But just because they didn't want you at the funeral. That's so, 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 so jacked up. But anyway, like I was saying... Maybe not last episode, but maybe the episode before that. But Tate was already doing bad. He was already, like, sinking low and, like, just... He's stressed out to the point where the stress is affecting his health. Very obviously. And it doesn't help that he drinks and smokes like a motherfucker. So that definitely can't be helping his health. So, uh, I just really... Like, this is... I don't know if this is the last straw for Daddy. I don't know if he has any more straws. But it definitely ain't helping his situation. That sucks because his brother, the, the little short time his brother was in the show, his brother was a cool character. It, it just, it all went south for him real quick. And it went real south. I'm talking Antarctica? That's the one that's southern, right? Arctic is north. Antarctica is south. Yeah. But yeah, it was real south. He, he um, whew. And there was a scene between him and Franklin where, you know, he's stressed out. He drunk. He in Franklin's club, well, auntie's club, I guess. He and her been drinking too much. And he's telling Franklin, he's like, man, I thought you was going to take care of this whole, your homeboy killed the kid thing. He's like, and Franklin's like, that's my brother, though. I can't just, like, sell him down a river. I can't just give him up. It's my brother. And he's saying this to a dude who literally just lost, well, just found out he lost his brother. And it's like, ooh, that must hit differently. 
You telling me you can't sell your brother down the river and I got to listen to that after I just lost mine? That must have been like a real, 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 real punch to the gut. But, um, yeah, so he, plus he dealing with this, with the, with the, uh, what they called them? I don't know, I'm just calling them the rebels. The rebels and, 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 and that he's supposed to be helping win the war. Because he's supposed to be funding them with the guns, but he's missing the shipment, so he don't know where his guns are. So now his side is losing the war, which is bad for bad for business, for damn sure. Because if the war gets lost, then ain't no need to sell guns anymore. And then also, ain't no need to, ain't no need to sell guns no more, because ain't no war. And then if the guns stop selling, then whew, you know what that means for Franklin and his, and his line of work. Right? But good thing Franklin's starting to look for a way out. So that's always good, but then, um, yes, yeah, it's just not. It's just getting worse and worse for Teddy. I mean, then he's like, he didn't even tell Oso, which I mean, I get they not. It's not really like a buddy buddy relationship. But you think if you was gonna confide in anybody, you'd be the dude who just also lost his peoples, you know? And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how t- old, old Teddy's gonna handle that. Uh, I don't know. He got a lot on his plate. A lot of it's his own fault because he'd just be refusing to ask. For, he'd be refusing to accept help. But yeah, he still got a lot going on. Um, next, next you get to see uh, well you can see Auntie and uh, Jerome go uh, go down south. I forgot. I want to say Arkansas. Yeah, I think it was Arkansas. Uh, you get to see him go south to visit her family. Because like Franklin was talking about in not the last episode, but the episode before that, they were talking about expansion. So now they're trying to get this rock out of LA because LA is crazy. Shit, there's too much heat. It's too hot in LA. So they're trying to move it somewhere else. So she goes and visits her cousin in Little Rock. She explains to him how to you know, explains to him how dangerous this is, you know, how to cook it, how to use it, how to sell it, blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't know about our family though. I don't I mean, nobody can be ready for the shitstorm that is crack. You can't prepare somebody for that. Unless they live in today's days and they can go back and look at all this shit. But in that time, you couldn't prepare nobody for crack. So, she didn't really tell them how fucked up shit go get when crack start hitting. Because they even like, what you mean we can't smoke this? And she's like, look, bro, I'm telling you. It's going to ruin your fucking life if you smoke this shit. That there ain't no coming back from this. So, she, I, don't, I don't know if her family, I mean, you can't, like I said, you can't be ready. I don't even think her family's like, they didn't seem too like, what's the word I'm looking for? They didn't seem ready to be peddling this kind of stuff. They didn't seem, they didn't seem like they was built for this. Uh, the, 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 the cousin, the female, she seemed like she might be built for it, but she pregnant. And she was also trying cocaine. Just see how pure it was while pregnant. So I don't know about her. Uh, the husband, he asking too many damn questions already. And he seems scary already. But I mean, I ain't built for that life, so I can't criticize him. But the way he was shooting that Uzi, though, I don't know if I want him on my team when I go uh, paintballing. But that dude was tripping. It was spraying bullets all over the place. It was barely getting anywhere near that bottle. But, yeah. And then there was the 
the little kid who came out the house last. I don't know how who he's related to or how he's related. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, but the way he came out that house, he look, he gonna be some trouble. He gonna fuck up something in a bad way for the people we care about. But yeah, her family was. Her family was definitely something. I don't know. But then you get Jerome telling her, "You ain't you ain't preparing them for this. You ain't getting them hip on the shitstorm that's finna drop on their doorstep. The nightmare that they finna be faced with." And he ain't lying. I mean, she wasn't really telling them. I mean, because all they see, they in Arkansas. All they see on the news is, it's hella violent in L.A. Now, see, nah, it's really, this crack shit is, it's, it's fucked up. Like, the first time you see a crackhead is, is, is a, it's a life-altering experience. Like, you ain't going to be the same at the syndicate. Like, seeing a, a real crackhead, yeah, they don't laugh. Uh, so then, yeah, they have an argument. They get in the car, get ready to leave. And then... Uh, Auntie tells Jerome that Ted is the CIA, which I didn't realize that they didn't all know that already. I must have missed it. I assume they already knew who the fuck Teddy was. But Teddy never really talks to anybody other than Franklin, so I'm not even sure how Auntie, because I was I was I was confused in my own confusion, because I was like, damn, I thought everybody knew. So I'm like, okay, wait, only Auntie knew. And then now nah, everybody knew but Jerome. So it's like. I think everybody know but Jerome and Leon. So it's like, how y'all find out? I don't really remember when that happened. But yeah, that think that was that was I think that was a wrap for them. Then it was it was Wanda, of course. She's supposedly, if you can see me right now, I'd be doing air quotes. She supposedly kicked the habit. But uh I don't have an addictive personality, so I don't really get addicted to anything. But addiction's a motherfucker. It's a it's a demon. And I don't mean it in no good way. It's a demon. I know people who just gave up drinking. And like they say 10, 15 years after, that still calls to them every day. Like every day they got to fight the urge to drink some liquor. Uh, I know people who gave up smoking cigarettes. Not even nothing heavy, just cigarettes. And it's like, it's hard. It's tough. It should just like, can you imagine something prodding at you every single day of your life? I just I pray I pray that never happens to me or anybody I, I love. I, I mean, like I said, I know some people who, who gave up liquor. Those people who tried to give up smoke, that ain't like crack. <laughs> and that ain't as addictive, and it it don't it don't fuck you over as hard as crack does. But anyway, yeah, Wanda's clean, and she's trying to. She appears to be trying to stay clean. I don't know how long she's gonna stay, but when you ain't got no money and nowhere to go. Even for a person with no money, it's easy to get some crack. I don't know why, but even for a broke motherfucker, it's easy to get some crack. So she ended up at the shelter at uh, uh, Franklin. I almost forgot it. I wanted to call him Kenny for some reason. At Franklin's dad's uh, clinic. No, not a clinic. Uh, the fuck is it? What the fuck? I don't remember what it's called. She ends up at a safe house or whatever it's called. And then that nosy-ass reporter shows up again. And she starts asking more questions. Because she just can't stay out of people's business. She's going to get her ass killed. I'm 100% certain she's going to end up dead somewhere. Because she's just digging too deep in some stuff that ain't got nothing to do with her. She starts asking questions. She starts threatening the dad. Talking about some... I know this place is ran by drug money. 
that you get from your son and just saying the shit out loud, just hella loud. Hey bitch, can you keep your voice down? So she ended up blowing this spot up, but I'm like, I'm like, as a reporter, this is what I'm thinking, as a reporter, you got all this influence and there's all this corrupt stuff going on in the world. You're gonna use your you gonna use your influence to bring down a shelter that's helping homeless people? Just because it's being ran by drug money, who cares what it's being ran by? Like it's helping homeless people and, and drug addicts and, and, and single parents and excuse me. He's doing a lot of good. Like who cares if it's funded by drug money? Like who gives a shit? It, it reminds me of um when people were outraged when, when Meek Mill was still locked up and people were outraged because uh Robert Kraft and I forgot who else, somebody else. Two white uh, uh, NFL team owners. Uh, they had something to do with getting Meek Mill out. And people were all outraged. They're like, y'all only doing this to make y'all look like y'all ain't racist. Y'all only doing this to make it look like y'all support the black movement. Y'all ain't really for him. And in my head, I was thinking, I didn't say this to anybody because I don't argue with people on the internet. I ain't got time for it. But I was thinking to myself, who cares why they helped Meek Mill get out? Like, they helped him get out. And as far as as far as we know, there's no strings attached to that. Not saying there aren't any strings, but we don't know. If there are strings, we don't know about them. And I mean, that was a minute ago, and it doesn't seem like Meek Mill like regrets accepting help from them. So who cares about or how they help out if they're right people? Who cares why or how? Just like accept the help. Man, yeah, anyway about that reporter, she go she gonna get her ass killed. Like she gonna legit, legit, legit get her ass killed. Cause she too nosy. And people who butt in, usually in TV shows when people keep butting in somewhere where their nose don't belong, they they end up getting offed. So yeah, she need to she need to go ahead, go ahead, get the step. But anyway, Wanda seems like she's trying to I mean she even called Leon for help. I think that Leon is the one who told her about the shelter. So, hopefully, ho hopefully she comes out all right. I mean, because even when she left out the hospital, bro, you could just tell she was like, I don't know how long she was a crackhead. I don't, I don't know how much time has passed since then, but you can tell like she was already appreciating life more. She walked outside like this is the first time she felt the sun in years. Like, bitch, you've been sleeping outside for hours. I know you've been feeling the sun. So I, I hope she I hope she gets the help she needs and uh, I hope she ends up all right because whoo she hit rock bottom real hard and real fast. But uh, moving on from her, there's <sighs> poor old fatback, good dude, loyal soldier, got the job done, reliable as a mug. They um Franklin and Leon. Convince him to take the the charge for the murder, and they were gonna they were gonna pin the actual murder on eager kid though. Since he's dead, he can't go to jail. Who gives a fuck? They were gonna just say Fatback was there. He 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 was what's the word accessory to the crime? I guess. Yeah, accessory or witness or something like that. I don't remember, but yeah, they were gone. Hope the lawyer's supposed to lawyer the shit out of it and uh, make sure he don't get the murder charge. Make sure they pin the murder on the dude who's already dead because the only people who survived that shootout was uh, Leon, Fatback, and then um, 
Scully's Gale. I don't remember her name. But Scully's Gale is the only ones that survived that shootout. So, they, uh, they, yeah, they convinced him to take the rap. At, the, at the, first, he's like, nah, I ain't. I mean, like, what the fuck? And you can see, like, it was hurting Leon because, I mean... How else would you feel if one of your closest friends or your homeboy, your ride or die, the nigga that was there for you, now he finna take a murder charge for something you did? Well, not a murder charge. He finna take the rap for what you did, basically. It, it sucked. So, Fatback's like, yeah, you know what? I do it, man. I do it. Be, <laughs> but to be honest with you, the offer, they, I mean, it's jail. And I know I'm not built for that life. I'm not going to pretend like I'm ready for prison because I am most certainly not. That's why I stay out of trouble and I do podcasts for y'all. Because ain't nothing illegal about doing a podcast in my own home by my damn self. But anyway, they convinced him to take the rap. Uh, they they say they're gonna give. I think they said fifty thousand for every month he's in jail. They're gonna give fifty thousand to his family. I think they said fifty. My numbers might be up. There was an amount of money they were gonna give to his family every month he's gone, and it was a good amount of money. And then they said they're going to have a quarter meal waiting for him when he get out. So, I mean, if he survived jail, then his family will be straight. And his uh, he'll be straight when he get out. But you got to survive jail, though. It's a tall order. But he, he decides he's going to turn himself in. He helps out the team. So he goes to jail. The lawyer sets it all up. Blah blah blah. His bond was set at like a million dollars, but I mean, it's Franklin we're talking about, so the bond ain't gonna be no problem for him. Um, what ends up happening is that uh, Scully's Gale ends up bombing him, bonding him, bombing him, bonding him out. Bail. I'll just say bail. Bailing him out. And, uh, but you don't know that at the time. At the time, you just see this chick who, uh, waiting outside the jail for him, and she's like, "Hey, uh, Franklin and Franklin and uh, Leon sent me here to make sure you have a good time." So he's like, "Oh, cool. They got a gail for me, man. They 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 hooked me up. They did me right." But and it took my brother. I didn't notice it because I was watching it with my brother. It took him to notice that that was the same gail that was at the party where. Uh, uh, man, boy's homeboy got snatched up. Who ended up getting like put on a cross? Uh, Scully put him on a cross and shit. That was the same chick that was there. So he already knew it was a setup right away. But Fatback don't see this because how would he know? He just think his homeboy hooked him up with something. She drove him to some ducked off location. He's starting to get suspicious. She says, oh, "I got a girl coming on the way. We gonna have a threesome." You know, niggas thinking with they dicks. He's like, oh hell yeah, that's yeah, you yeah, you doing me right, hell yeah. Uh, he ends up getting chloroformed, and um, <laughs> uh, apparently, Scully's Gale knows how to make chloroform, so she chloroformed the shit out of his ass. He wakes up to them stabbing him with something hot. I don't remember what it was. They stab him with something hot, and then Scully's Gale is interrogating him. Um, she like, you know, where Leon at? She obviously she wants the nigga that killed her son because she felt like man boy and Scully ain't doing enough. Man boy out looking. If you can see me, I'm doing quote air quote air quotes. Out looking for Leon and Scully nailing crosses to the wall because he feel like he needed to repent for the bad things he did. But yeah, so she starts interrogating him once again. Fatback's just a stand-up dude, just like a straight-up G. 
He ain't giving up no information. And he cussing these chicks out at the same time. I don't know if I would have did that. So she starts stabbing him. Like she just really, really starts stabbing him. Like like really legit getting her stab on on this dude. And she steady asking him and he not like he not giving up. So eventually she was just like say a prayer and she stabs the life out of him. That's the only way I could think to explain it. I even looked over at my bro and I'm like, what channel does this? Because I'm watching, we watching it on Hulu. So I'm like, what channel did, speaking of Hulu, Hulu, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, work out a sponsor deal with me, I wouldn't be mad at you. Anyway, so um, she's just, I'm looking at him because she's stabbing him a lot of times, bro. And they're not like, it's not like off-screen stabbings where you just like hear it. She stabbed him a lot of times, bro. Like she stabbed him. I ain't, I ain't seen Jason stab a person this many times. Like, <coughs> excuse me. I ain't seen Jason stab a person as many times as she stabbed Fatback. Like, she stabbed him so many times, bro. But anyway, um, that's, as you can guess, that's the end of Fatback. He was, he was done done after that. Uh, some more stuff. That's not the end of the episode, but like, I wasn't telling the events in the order they happened. I'm just telling you in the order of the characters. So that was kind of like the climax of the... That was definitely the climax of the episode. That's why I saved it for last. But yeah, um, uh, Franklin finds the body. Because I think they dumped it in front of his stash house. Or stash spot. Or it's like a storage unit or something where he keeps all the dope. And they, I think they put the body outside of there. So he go tells Leon. Leon freaks out. And everybody's upset. But yeah, that was pretty much the end of that episode. It was another phenomenal episode. I just feel so sorry for Fatback because, I mean, he didn't get a lot to do, but he was still a great character and the actor did a great job. Ah, that's, he just, it just sucks. It sucks so bad how he went. That just sucks. But yeah, that's the end of, that's the end of our talk for, um, for the episode six of, I keep forgetting the name of this damn show, Snowfall. I just, I want to call it something else all the time. I don't know why, but I always have a different name in my head. But that's, that was in, let's talk for Snowfall. So now we finna get into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'll be right back. Alright, welcome back to the show, y'all. It is time to get into it. The crux of every episode. Um... What we really be here for. And that's what Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episode 2, The Star-Spangled Man. Now, then this episode 1, they introduced a new Captain America, who I know turns out to be U.S. agent, uh, John Walker. And you get to see a little bit more on him. I think the episode actually opens with him. It actually opens with him right before he's about to go out and do that whole scene that we've seen in the trailer a million times. Where he's on a football field, high-fiving the band and shit. He's like signing autographs and stuff. So everybody's super excited to see Captain America. I mean, he's Captain America, bro. Of course they of course they're gonna love the shit out of him. Um What I did what I kinda learned this episode, which I, I kinda knew but kinda didn't know, is that uh John Walker's not a bad dude. At least he doesn't start that way. Um he was a war vet. 
uh, he definitely earned earned the right to take over, I guess. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm not saying like he went through the MCU stuff, but I'm like, actually, he has more of a right to be Captain America than actual Steve Rogers did. I mean, when you really look at it, Steve Rogers didn't do shit to earn the right to be Captain America. It's just Tommy Lee Jones's character was like, "Hey, I like that kid. He's got some scruff. Put him in the program." Oh, and also a doctor was like, "You got your heart's in the right place. That's the kind of soldier we need." But he didn't actually accomplish anything. This guy's accomplished all kinds of shit. They list off his accomplishments. I'm not gonna say him, but they list off his accomplishments. So he actually like he earned it. He's not just some nobody they plucked up just to make famous. But you really get to see the parallels between like what it means to be Captain America and how I wouldn't want that job. It's like being the president of the United States, bro. I don't want that job. That's hella stressful. I don't want no job that damn stressful. Hell no. No thank you. I don't care how much power it comes with, how much influence, how much money they make. No, I'm cool, bro. That's too much damn stress. You got too many people expecting too much from you, and it's too easy to one, fail, and two, let people down. And I don't want no job where it's easy to let motherfuckers down. Like, I don't like letting people down. So I don't want no high-pressure job where at any moment you could be letting millions of people down. It's not even like you letting one or two people down. Or you let your homeboy down. Or you let your parents down. Or you let your family member down. No, like... It's like... like what's, what's this population of America? Like, three billion? Like, I think it's like around three billion. What's the population for the United States? In 2019, the population of the United States of America, United States, was 328,239,523. So I was, I was wrong. I guess 3 billion must be the Earth. Let me see. What's the population on Earth? In 2019, the population of Earth was 7,673,533,974. So I was wrong again. So the population of America is 300 and, it's like 300 and some million. So imagine having 300 million people counting on you, bro. I don't want that. That's that's too much for me. That's too much. That and you you just kind of get why Falcon was like Nah, I'm good. Y'all can have this shield. Even though if that was me, I wouldn't have gave up the shield. I'd have kept it, but I wouldn't have tried to be Captain America either. They would have had to come take that shield from me through force. But I wouldn't have tried to be Cap. It's a lot, bro. It's like, it's a lot. So, yeah, you get to see USA. You get to see him before he dons the mantle. And you get to see a couple people in his life. A woman who, they both say they love each other, so... Maybe a girlfriend or wife? I don't know. They don't really hug or kiss or anything. They do like this pinky swore thing, but like, I don't, I don't know. That could have just been easily been his sister or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know, or a childhood friend or something. Um, well, no, because she said she used to sneak in the locker room to see him before the games because this whole thing takes place at his old high school. Big ass fucker. That man, that motherfucker field was hella big. Ain't like no high school I've been to, but I don't know. Some female who I'm assuming is a romantic interest, and then like a really close friend of his. 
uh, who ends up being a psychic later on in the episode. Uh, they come talk to him, so you get to really see the human side of him. You get to see a little bit of his back, just a little tiny bit of his backstory. He comes out, he's uh, autographing stuff, crowd's going crazy. It's Captain America. They just happy that Captain's back. They don't talk about where Steve Rogers is. Like they're talking about him as if he's dead, but like nobody actually says he's dead. And I figured if he, if he was dead, somebody would say, "Dang man, it sucks that he died." You know, it sucks that Captain America, like Steve Rogers, ain't never gonna come back. They just talk about him like he retired. So I just I want to know what Steve Rogers is. He's the, he's the only one out of the original big three that we don't know where he is. Thor out in outer space somewhere doing his thing. Uh, we know Tony Stark is R.I.P. Uh, but like, what the Rogers? Where are you? If Rogers don't pop up in this show somewhere, I'll be stunned. Once again, not doing no theories. We already talked about that last episode. I'm not theorizing nothing. But if he don't pop up in some kind of capacity in this show, I'll be stunned. Or unless they just say that he's... Yeah, he did. But I feel like if he was dead, they just would have said it already. It's not like you can reveal he did as a, as a, as a spoiler. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a, like a plot twist. <gasps> Captain America's been dead this whole time? No, I don't. So, like, if he's... Don't wait, because it's only six episodes, which I'm like, that's it? But whatever. Don't wait till episode six to tell me Captain America been dead this whole time. Because if they do, that's bump. That's dumb. They could have been got that out the way. So, yeah, you get to... Anyway, my point. You get to see more of him. You get to see him. He's charismatic. He definitely fits the role. And what I mean by fits the role, once again, I'm not saying he's Steve Rogers. I'm not saying he's that good. But one thing you do get to see a little train on him, and he he's better with that shield than I thought. I thought John Walker was supposed to be. Like, cause one thing I know from the comic books is that um, few a, a few people have been Captain America. They've done the Captain America title. It's like it's like Batman. More people have been Batman than than Bruce, and it's more than you think. So, uh, he, he, I, I think the problem, the main problem usually with Cap being Captain America is, like, first off, there's the title of You're America's Hero. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that weight on me. But nobody could ever figure out how to use the shield offensively like Captain America did. Like, it, I mean, it's easy to use a shield as a shield. I mean, all of these people are, like, they're... they're War veterans? Is that the one I'm looking for? They're military. They're military trained, at least. They're military trained. So they, they all they all know how to scrap. They all can throw down. They all can fight. They all know how to feel like to be in a war field, getting bullets flying at you, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a difference to using that shield offensively and defensively. And I don't, like I know for a fact Bucky and Sam could never really figure it out because both of them have been Captain America at one point. They could. They never really could figure it out. So, the fact that Walker seems to be doing it just fine. There's a scene later on in the show. I'll get to it in a second where he is using that motherfucker pretty damn good. Um. So, I don't. I don't remember because the thing is, and I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but I'm trying to get to a point. The thing is, is that the reason why Cap can use his shield so well because I remember as a kid, I used to think that there was some kind of magic going on or some kind of. Ma magnets, magic or magnets, 
going on because the shield always just comes back to him. But uh, most people know, and I just I think it's I think most people know, and most people don't care. It just doesn't get enough credit, if you ask me. Is that Steve Rogers' tactical mind is very advanced. Like I wouldn't say he's like genius level intellect. I wouldn't say he's like it's a different type of intelligence. You know, I wouldn't say he's as smart as a Tony Stark or or uh, uh, Reed Richards, anything like that. But his tactical mind is, is super advanced. Like that's how he's able to use his shit the way he does because his brain can calculate like angles and trajectory. And if I throw the shield at this angle with this much strength, and while I'm running this way, then I'll be able to catch it when it bounces off the wall over there. And it's like because when you think about it. Captain America has super strength. Steve Rogers has super strength. So the fact that he can throw that shield at a person without killing them is is a wonder. The fact that he can throw that shield and get it to bounce off of a wall, get it to bounce off of a wall instead of it just getting stuck in the wall with how much strength he's throwing it with is ridiculous. The fact that he can pull all that off is just crazy alone. But his mind, it just... It's like a supercomputer in his brain. He can, can, he can calculate numbers faster than you can type in 2 plus 2 in a calculator. Like He just does it so fast, which is why he's usually in charge of the Avengers, because he has a technical mind. His brain can just work out shit faster. Now, I don't know if that counts as intelligence or not. But, I don't know how John Walker's doing it. Because he says himself, I don't have super strength. I don't have, I'm not smart as a Tony Stark. I'm not as strong as a, a Bruce Banner. I don't, I don't know how he's doing it. But maybe we'll figure that out later in the show. Maybe I just got to do some more research on Walker. Because he's not a super soldier. He definitely don't got no... He, he don't got no super soldier in him. As far as I can tell. And as far as I know. From the little bit I have learned about him. He, yeah, he not, he not about that life. But... Huh. It is one, one funny thing, though. I did notice. Is that... Um, who was it? It was either his when he was still in the locker room trying to figure out. And I just realized I didn't do a spoiler a spoiler warning for this episode, but you should know that by now. I know I keep giving y'all warnings on spoilers. Y'all know what I'm about. Um, when he's in a locker room talking to either his either the girl or his his homeboy, um, one of them says to him, "He's like, I think it was his homeboy." He said, uh, "This ain't just something you can punch your way out of." Because he's a soldier, so he's used to just like give me the combat. Because he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm Captain America now, bro. All I've been doing is shaking hands and doing meetings and doing press and signing autographs. Like, when do I get to like be a soldier, bro? Like, I'm trying to get to the fighting part. Like, that's what I'm good at. That's what I know how to do. Like, this corporate stuff is kind of ass, bro. But then his homeboy says to him, "Do you?" You, you, this not like that's all a part of being Captain America. That's a part of the job. So you can't just punch your way out of this, which is funny because I want to say it's Civil War. Oh, fuck, was it Civil War? Black Widow says to Captain America, "Do you really want to punch your way out of this?" What's it? What's it? What's this? I don't remember, bro. I gotta go back and look. But um. She definitely says, somebody definitely says to Cap, do you really want to punch your way out of this one? Because I think it was the, it was the, I'm going to say hotel. It was the airport scene where they're about to clash. 
or they already clashed. Damn. Somebody look that up for me. Look that up for me. Do you really want to punch your way out of this one? Somebody says, you know how this ends. I don't know. Somebody said that to Captain America before. It's a callback. And that's all I'm trying to point out. It was a callback. That's all I'm trying to... Oh, excuse me. It was a... Uh, yeah. So, after all that, you get to my favorite part of the show. Uh, to the whole time this interview is happening with uh, the new Captain America with John Walker. Of course, uh, Bucky and Sam are both watching. And the uh, of course neither one's happy about it. I mean, because Captain America meant more than just America's hero to them. He was their best friend. And so seeing somebody else pick up this mantle, of course they both hurt. But they handle it very differently. Sam's going on a mission. I got to stop these flag smashers. Almost said something super offensive. I got to stop these flag smashers. And so when he's on his way to get on the plane... Bucky stops him at the airport, not the airport, but a oh, military base. Stops him and he's like, bro, you shouldn't have given up that shield. Like, you fucked up big time. We got to fix this. And he's like, bro, look, I got a mission. I'm working. So you're going to have to be outraged at me later. And so they had a little argument. They had a spat. The reason why I say this is one of my best, my favorite parts of the, uh, the episode. What's my favorite part of the episode? Is that you finally get the. This show is finally uh, Sebastian. Sebastian's. Dan, I think is his name. It's finally he can finally show you how good of an actor he is. He gets to do things. He gets to emote. He gets to laugh. He gets to crack jokes. He gets to smile. He gets to feel certain things. He's not just some mindless killing machine or some I'm about to turn into a mindless killing machine. Like he gets to emote so much more here, and I really like because you can really see it in his arguments with Sam because they're so used to getting into it because they ain't never got along. And they probably ain't going to never get along until the end of this show. They're going to be best buddies. I can guarantee that. That's one thing I'm going to theorize. They're going to be best buddies at the end of the show. Or the show going to make me look stupid again and something's going to happen and they're going to be even worse enemies. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not theorizing shit. So don't ask me. Stop asking me about the theories. I ain't theorizing jack shit. Anyway, moving on. Uh, there was this one that they're infiltrating this base, right? Well, oh, I forgot. Um, the reason <laughs> in the trailers, there's there's a scene where they're on the boat, not the boat, the, the plane, and Sam's like, "Are you ready for this?" And uh, Bucky's like, "Bro, what's the mission? Like, what, what's the plan? Do you got a plan?" He's like, "Yeah, I got a plan." He's like, "Okay, what's the plan?" <laughs> that didn't make sense then. I thought Sam was just being a dick. But you find out that Bucky's not even supposed to be on this mission. He just volunteered himself. He's not even supposed to be here. So of course he don't know the plan. Thought that that was pretty. I thought that was pretty funny. Not gonna lie, I, I found that to be very, extremely hilarious. So he on the, he don't know the plan. So they land and they're infiltrating this base. And then there's this other scene. It's so it was so them two are so good together. Uh, where. Bucky's sneaking in and Falcon's like, look at you being all stealth. You spent a little bit of time in Wakanda and all of a sudden you the White Panther. And he's like, well, nah, the White Wolf, actually. He's like, wait, what? Because from, I, and I only know a little bit about this, but they did call him, they called him the White Wolf in the movie, but there is a character in the comic books that's called the White Wolf or the White Panther or something. And he's like a, he's like Black Panther, but with a white suit. Like the suit's white instead of black. Um... <laughs> Let me not say that. Let me not say that. 
because they make it sound like he's exactly like Black Panther, but in a white suit. That's not what I meant. I'm, it's very similar. Is all I'm saying. It's a is like the Black Panther suit, but it's white. I don't know nothing about the gender of the person inside the suit. It's just somebody Wakanda Wakanda trusted somebody uh, T'Challa trusted, and he gave him a suit like he is, but it was white. That's all I know. Uh, I don't. It wasn't Bucky though. I don't. In the comic books, it wasn't Bucky. I don't know who it was. Um, they uh, they mentioned the global repatronation console, which I once again. And why they did a little bit of this? Did a little? Did a good job of this a little bit? And this show is definitely doing a good job of it. It's showing how the world is dealing with this blip thing, because that was an extraordinary event, bro. Like, there was nothing normal about being blipped. And there's nothing normal about coming back either. Like, that shit was... Half the population of the Earth disappeared for five years. Like, that's easy. Like, can you imagine that happening in real life? Could you imagine trying to own a business and half of your staff disappears for five years? And then they come back and it's like, okay, now we got to redo Social Securities. We got to read citizenship people you know all this kinds of shit like what if like what if something expired while you were blipped and then it's like you come back five years later and it's like man we don't even do that no more so <laughs> lose your lose your, your, your the citizenship or something so they are doing a really really excellent job at showing how crazy the blip made things like there was real there was real effects to to the Thanos snap and then the Hulk snap and then the, the 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 Iron Man snap like that really affected things and I don't think we've seen quite yet how much that affected things because I think once again this ain't a theory based on the show this is a theory based on the MCU as a whole I think that the 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 snaps the three snaps all three of them are going to have overarching effects in the MCU because. They tell you when... The, you know what? I'm not getting on that. We're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm, getting, I'm jumping off topic. I'm getting all over the place. I've been rambling long enough. Let's stick to the point. Uh, they... <laughs> there was another great scene. where after, Well, the, the fight scene on the train. The, on, the, on the two trucks. Dope-ass fight scene. It's just Bucky and Cap. It's not Bucky and Cap. It's Bucky and Falcon. And then Captain America shows up. And he helps them out, but they end up losing anyway. One thing interesting about this scene is that new Captain America ain't no problem using a gun. He put a gun, he shot that motherfucker because the motherfucker was on his own, boy. And pow! And then he ended up getting kicked off the truck. But that's a different story. Uh, what's funny is originally Steve Rogers, his first actual scene in the movie where he's being Captain America, not as some actor playing a role in a show when he's actually in war the first time you see him he got a pistol and it's like wow that's very un-Captain America like but anyway they had this dope ass fight scene on the truck they realized that hey these Flag Smashers are all super soldiers all of them it's like eight of them and they're all super soldiers so that's an awakening it's like how the fuck are there more super soldiers out here this is like what is this where did this come from um then you also find out, which I had no idea. I don't even know if this is canon in the comic books. I assume it is. But there was a black super soldier. There was a black dude. His name was Isaiah. Who was a super soldier. I, I had no idea. Like, he was... 
I don't know if this guy was a part of the Howling Commandos, which was like Captain America's unit in the war. I don't know if he was a part of that or not. It's, it's weird. It's, I hope there's more with that. I hope they do more with that. But then they have this, 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 this really fucked up scene where uh, cops stop the Falcon in the middle of the street and start interrogating him. Like he's some kind of common criminal. And of course, it was two white cops. And you just think to yourself, ah, oh, is that gonna make? Are they going there? I mean, they almost went there. If he, if he, if he wasn't an Avenger, bro, it's like, how would that have even went? But it, I mean, it just—I like when I like when comic book worlds mirror the real world. It's like this was in Baltimore, and you know, Baltimore is already of in, in real life is a violent city. I've never been, so I'm not trying to shit on it, but. It's a violent place. I mean, I'm from St. Louis, and it's violent here. So I'm not trying to shit on the city at all. I've never been, so I don't know. But yeah, it's a violent city. So these cops get out these cars, and they're like, "Freeze!" Like, what's going on here? And I mean, if I'm if I'm Sam, I'm not taking no shit from no cops either. I'm a fucking Avenger, bro. Like, I fought in the I fought in the Thanos War, bro. Like, like leave me the fuck alone. Like, I don't owe you nothing, officer. And, but then they like show me they like, show me some ID and he's like I'm not showing you shit bro like leave me alone like no I'm I'm fucking I'm the Falcon bro I've saved I've saved the world more times in a week than you will your entire life like leave me alone but so eventually they 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 find out that he's an Avenger and they're like oh my bad big dog we didn't know and it's like. Whatever you piece of shit. Like if I wasn't famous, then how would have this shit even went, bro? Like you'd have probably shot me dead in the streets, which is fucked up, but it's a reality. So I, I thought that scene was done really well. Um, they end up. <laughs> it's funny on a uh, on a twist to this. The white guy ends up getting arrested and going to jail. Uh, Falcon goes there to bail him out but then Bucky's therapist shows up and Falcon's like well Sam's like thanks for bailing him out he's like nah I didn't, I didn't bail him out and he's like well who the hell bailed him out it's your buddy Cap <laughs> and he's just got this smug look about him and honestly at this point I was kind of liking him I don't know he's got charisma bro he's got he's oozing charisma and I kind of fuck with that so I was I was kind of liking him I'm not gonna lie to you he uh He's calling shots in there because he's, he's Captain America, bro. Who not gonna listen to Captain America? Like even Tony Stark listened to Captain America when he starts barking orders. That's how you do. even Iron Man's like, "What? Well, what is up, boss?" So you know these regular ass motherfuckers gonna listen to him. So he's in a barking order. He's like, hey, "I need you to do this. I need. Hey, look, let Bucky out. Uh, let his therapist talk to him. After that, he gonna come see me." All right, I'm gonna be waiting outside. And he actually did wait outside too. That's kind of crazy. Uh, so, so the therapist is like, because Bucky misses, he misses uh, his appointment, and like that's a part of his pardon. You have to go to these appointments. You're not allowed to miss it. It's like they even say in the show, bro. That's like, that's like missing a, uh, that's like missing a meeting with your with your PO, bro. Like you you can't do it. Like it's a criminal offense. So the the therapist is like, hey, mandatory meeting now. And he's like, whatever. And Falco's like, alright, I'm gonna wait outside. He's like, nah, mandatory for both of you motherfuckers. Get in here. 
So they're in there having a having a group session, which you've seen in the trailers before. So this this scene ain't nothing new. I thought it was funny, and I thought she did ask the miracle. I thought the miracle question was interesting. Uh, it was like um, if you follow if you go to sleep, and while you're asleep, a miracle happens. What's something that you want to see when you wake up that will make your life better? And I guess the easy option is just money. Like money would make my life better. If I had my, a hell of money sitting in front of me, that would make my life better. It was like, yeah, but something more, something less superficial, something more substantial. And I don't know. I got, I got to think about it. I got to think, you know, you know what, next episode, I'll have my answer. I'll probably forget. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll probably forget. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what what would what would instantly make my life better. That's not like 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 money couldn't handle. I don't I don't know. Oh, but it was a dope question. It was a dope question. Um, one one question. You know, one thing that's left. I'm, I'm gonna speak on this, and then I'm in the episode because, like usual, I've been rambling on. I'm rambling on for a long time. But um, the they bring up the power broker. And I'm trying not to try not to do what I did with WandaVision where I hear something and I go, ooh, I gotta find out. And I go do research because I don't want to theorize on stuff. So I just wanna I just want the show to unveil everything it wants me to know at the speed it wants me to know. Because that's what WandaVision did. It would it would set something up and then it would explain it. It would set something up. Not maybe not in that episode, but it would always explain. It didn't and I don't think it posed any questions that it didn't answer in the show. And I don't think the show will either, even though it's only six fucking episodes. But yeah, I want to learn more about the Power Broker. I can't wait to... Apparently the Power Broker is looking for the leader of the Flag Smashers. The leader of the Flag Smashers stole something from him or her. I don't know. Uh, and she wants... Uh, he or she wants to kill the Flag Smashers. For like, for a show. So, I can't wait to see that on the film. But... Um, I think that's it for the show. I think that's all we got to talk about for this episode. I thank y'all for sticking around. I appreciate y'all checking me out. Um, that's episode three. Episode four. I think I might have a guest on. Not going to spoil anything. I'm going to try to get a guest on this, John. But uh, until then... <laughs> I just threw my notebook up as a fucking joke because I was trying to be funny and it hit my keyboard and I thought I stopped recording for a second. I was going to be so mad if that happened. But anyway, that's it for the episode. Thank y'all for coming through. I love y'all. Um, that's a wrap. I don't got no more else to talk about. Um, I can't wait to hit it. Uh, remember, episode four, we're going to be talking about the whole season of Jiu-Jitsu, the whole season of uh, Attack on Titan. We're going to be wrapping that up. So next episode, we'll have spoilers for both of those shows. Spoiler warning. I, this is a super early spoiler warning. This is a whole week in advance spoiler. So whatever happens in those episodes is going to uh, be spoiled by me. Just so you know. And and I think I might have some special guest audio for y'all like I had last time with the... um. With the the Justice League thing, where I, had, I brought the audio in, where we were discussing it, I might do that again for this. I might, no promises, but I love y'all, and I'm out of here. Thanks for watching, y'all. I'm out. Peace.